Welcome back to the News Angle, bitch. It's your boy, D. Oh, that's quick and short. I was taken aback. Very quick. I know. It's your girl, CJ. And it is the oral sex extraordinaire. (laughs) (laughs) I say that because, (laughs) listen, you're here. They call me Nelly No Gags. (laughs) Not (laughs) Nelly No Gag. I hate y'all. No, I talked to my my son about oral sex just to, you know, because I told you guys I have those conversations with him, keep him abreast and everything. And I started laughing before I started talking about it. He was like, why are you laughing? So I was like, I know what face you're going to give me when I say this shit. Because normally... PJ don't trip about anything I say. He's pretty immune to it. Right. So I basically was like, all right, it's when like two people decide that they're going to use their mouths mm-hmm. on each other's private parts or maybe some other part on your body, um, you know, till their, their pleasure, till they're satisfied. Like, right. So it's a thing. So he puts, he does this because he was drinking water. He goes, <laughs> he, gets up, he gets up with a straight face and he walks out my door and he closes the door. And then I just hear like this, I hear this shriek. Oh no. He does this scream that's so funny, and it's I know it's all jokes with him, but he comes back in, and he was like, why are people doing that? And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't tell him that mom was doing it? No? He didn't? No, that's not the time to be oh, like, your mom's not the time? Like, you know, that's not the time. Like, no. Like, oh, your mom frequently bounces on a guy's face like it's hydraulics. <gasps> like, no. Oh, no. My God. She just let that roll out of her mouth real smooth. Just Yeah. Just like oh, he does. Oh, I'm oh. Randy. All right. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome back to our News Angle episode. We got a few things to talk about. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with the very obvious because everybody and their mama is talking about this. Miss Gail King. And her comment during the, what is it, Lisa Leslie mm. interview. If you guys don't know who that is, Gail King is like Oprah Winfrey's best friend who's come up along the way. I think Oprah helped her along the way a lot. And too. if you don't know who Lisa Leslie is, step your WNBA on yes. the job. Yes. So, uh, so apparently um, Gail King was interviewing Lisa Leslie and uh, the they talked about Kobe. And Gail had said that, you know, she had brought up his past sexual assault um like court case that was by the way dismissed so the ca- the court dismissed it because the witness to that didn't want to testify which i thought was kind of crazy which is why i thought that it never really happened I read that there was some type of payout it could be it could be a payout i mean either way it was dismissed so technically it wasn't even like conviction or anything like that mm. so i did kind of think that it was weird that she brought it up but she at the way she asked the question, I'm paraphrasing, but she was like, does it hurt or make his legacy a little hard, harder to like, you know, talk about because of those court cases about the alleged sexual assaults? And Lisa was like, no, like that doesn't change my opinion of who I know him to be and, you know, went on. But the biggest part about this case is the backlash that is happening with Gail King. Um, our society... All the all the black folks came out in pretty pretty large amount of unison. I'm not gonna say everybody, but a large group of people have made memes about it. Is busting her about it. I apparently she's getting death threats. Um, no I don't I don't really think it's just black people either. I think they are also Kobe I think fans. What didn't help was well she said what she said so you know the comments and stuff come on social media anyway of course when snoop dogg decides to basically call her a raggedy ass bitch i should have never said nothing that's when i feel like the more it came and people decided well, to be like oh, here's the thing. Drag her. 
That like, was crazy. Like, so oh, I'm going to post. Off. I don't know if you guys are going to be okay. I'm going to post Snoop Dogg's little video, too. Somebody put music to it, and I've had a good laugh. Um, somebody put choir music or something to it, and it was pretty, <laughs> yes, pretty intense. But like, they, I, I don't know that the backlash that social media is giving Gail is the appropriate amount of backhanded anything. Like everybody makes fun of everybody online anymore. Um, nobody's safe, obviously, because I mean, look at our president and what we do to his face all the time. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, as a journalist, too, her being a journalist, I think she should be aware of the consequences of anything that she asks. Right. Really. Nor do I, and I don't feel like she should have made a video apologizing about it. I don't that's either. A personal, that's a personal thing for me, because I'm sick of this, like, apologizing culture we've had for the last couple of years, when I know people have said what they meant and meant what the fuck they said. I right. respect this so much more when they just stick with it, like, hey, yo, boom, yeah. I said it, and I meant it. And from a journalistic point of view, I don't see that there was anything wrong with what she asked. It is a legit question. Mm -hmm. uh, I think our problem here is, as a culture, not only do we unify hard when it comes to a black man, because we do it hard with black men, not the same energy with black women, right. but when it comes to unifying uh, behind a black man, uh, we, we do it in droves. And that's what happened here, even with COVID being gone. Mm -hmm. They unified. They felt like it was too soon. CJ and I talked about a lot of people still have very high emotions. They just laid him and his daughter to rest, right. I think, today or yesterday, technically, with the time we're recording. But saying all that to say, considering those factors, I just kind of like everybody was super hyped off about emotions and still angry about this death coming out of nowhere because I think it was a heavy reminder of everyone's mortality. Right. I think we have a bad habit of thinking people we see all the time are almost immortal in a way. Like they should only die when they're 80 and in the bed, um, not right. randomly like this, especially somebody young. So I don't feel like the backlash she's getting is fair because you cannot like what she says, but damn, they're taking it too far to me. I mean, have you have you seen some of the stuff, D? Like, yeah. The so my thing was like, I really think people took it really far with like <laughs> there was like ones that were like house mammies and stuff. Have you seen those? Yeah. Well, yeah, they they're mixing they're mixing this up with the fact that Oprah decided to push through the way she did with that Michael Jackson thing, right? Which I definitely you know felt a way about too because again we got two dead people here mm -hmm. that can't defend themselves but here's that the thing that can't defend themselves and that were already acquitted or there were payouts or whatever right but the cases the cases are done so what are we doing here like focus, well, on, so, focus on someone who's alive not only that for me i feel like a lot of it is very hypocritical from where it's coming from because and i'm gonna post these pics on our page in mixed up with the gail king and oprah winfrey stuff because i want to give everybody an equal opportunity to look at this from both sides but people forget that it's not just oprah it's not just gail king that had ties with uh what is his name weinstein is it weinstein, weinstein? Mm -hmm. right so we go through and we're looking like so i'm gonna post these later like you know that's puff that's snoop dogg with trump that's like this Jay oh, yeah, people, they were rapping about Trump all the time. Like, right. Shit. You know, y'all were in their man in his mansion, chilling. Ain't no telling what they're doing now, too. Sorry, my focus just went out. Um, but my thing is, like, did they forget? Like, if we were to plaster these pictures of Snoop with his hand on President Trump, or I don't even know when that's from. I have to look it up. But would people go off like that on him, though? You know what I'm saying? 
Like, oh no, I feel like it would be excuses because I feel like as a, like you said before, society, mm-hmm. we make a lot of excuses um, for what black men do. Yeah, dude, and, because he he's yeah. one of the main ones that I'm confused about because he has this huge ass tie with Martha Stewart. Yeah, like they have yes. a show together, they have put out oh, products yeah. together, and nobody had even blinked an eye because it to to society to, when men do things, I think people think it of more of a power move than like emotional moves. And whenever, oh, yeah, yeah. And and whenever so women an layer of respect yeah. on there that we don't whenever get. women make these large ass uh moves, it's always emotional. You know, I always hear that joke like, um, oh well we can't have women presidents because they'll just start World War Three. I'm like, every time I hear that I go, nobody has ever started Listen, a no, war other than men. Because I know my ass would like what you say? I'll that's press that's this button right now. Noon culture and everybody trying to be political with certain things, but then mm-hmm. at the same time making a joke about it has a, has a lot to do with the whole Snoop and Martha Stewart thing. Martha Stewart got props from our society. Because going to jail. Thank you. She did some prison time. So mm-hmm. just because she went to prison, oh, she she down, she a G. No, right. that's not necessarily how that we works. We don't know that lady like that. Yeah, yeah but, but that's how that happened. That's but how, see, here's the thing. That's where Snoop's like business acumen comes in, right? Because he took that, saw an opportunity, and was like, I'm going to fucking capitalize oh, on yeah, this shit. You're perfect on it because again, as much as Snoop can get a lot of support and respect in the hip hop community as being down and gangster or whatever, mm-hmm. he is so well liked and loved because of his weed activities and everything else from white society. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a show with Martha Stewart because you see they ain't letting nobody else do that shit. The only two people I can think of they would have let d- do it is 50 Cent and T.I. Mm. Anybody else? You not finna just have no show with someone like Martha Stewart. No, that's the thing. I'm saying that's, I mean, that's, it's so weird for me. And like, I don't know. I really think the backlash of what she said on the interview is very disproportionate to the backlash that they're getting. Like she's getting. I I really think it's out of fucking... And some people even were saying that. It's so disrespectful. It's like, come on now. Like, you can be mad about it, but calling out her name, giving her a D, speak up, you were cutting out. Yeah, you're cutting out. It's hard to hear you. You're going to have to speak up. Look at that D said thing. You know, she's an older woman and she's doing her job. And then the backlash was that level of disrespect from, if it's within our society, if this is within our community, this is, you think that's appropriate? That's a right. way to speak to the society. That's mm-hmm. not in, in my me, head. I like switch were interviewers, and I was like, "What if Anderson Cooper had asked that question, Lisa?" Lester? Man, I was just gonna say something like that. Or Barbara Walters. I Katie don't Curry. Like I don't know. This, I don't feel like there would be this venom, but we again have a society that we already stem from. Um, nothing goes outside this house. We don't speak on each other's stuff. We we don't dog each other out. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people are looking at this interview like, wow, you out here acting a fool in front of the white folks, embarrassing us, embarrassing Kobe's legacy. Mm. And and that's where I feel like this kind of like knee-jerk reaction went to like, all of a sudden, everybody has to cover and protect Kobe's legacy. Kobe's legacy is going to be just fine, just like it's it been is, since yeah. that case has been well, dismissed for years. You better say that again. For real, though. It's um, been fine, but, but everyone's always going to try to bring up your past when you're on a grader because he won that Oscar and they tried to bring the shit up. Because they're like, do you think it was right to give Kobe an Oscar in the middle of a Me Too moment or movement? I'm like, but he wasn't convicted. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. That totally. part right there. Like, but so... again, historically, we have a history in media mm-hmm. and um, just how they were treating us on these fields and how they were forcing, it's just even slave masters forcing themselves and breaking in slaves like this 
there is a stigma that black men were trained to rape because they were raped. So they're not only going to rape white women, but they're going to be sexually aggressive to anybody. So it's not a hard sell that mm. someone like Kobe Bryant, even if he wasn't Kobe Bryant, this wouldn't be a hard sell to a certain juror um, that, that he was sexually aggressive with this white girl because, you know, white girls are submissive and they're they're not doing anything wrong. And I think there were too many factors in it that were working against him. Mm-hmm. Granted, had you not been fucking around on your wife, you wouldn't have been in this mess anyway, but that doesn't mean shit now. Yeah. The point is, he wasn't convicted. They both agreed, hey, yeah, we went in there consens- consensual. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the girl said something like she was bent over a chair, because they got real explicit. Mm-hmm. Bent over a chair. She said it started to hurt. He was like, and he asked her, he, she asked him to stop, and he did. And, but again, when this case even went on, everybody was in their 30s, and I think this shit happened when he was 24. Probably something like that. Who Mm -hmm. remembers that? I couldn't tell you what I was doing at 24. Not much. I mean, so I guess from a psychological part, if it was something that was aggressive, it would be burned into your memory. But the fact that she couldn't produce all the finer details, probably kind of. Right. And only only saving grace I'll give her is maybe if something happened to you at all that mm-hmm. was like sexually uncomfortable, aggressive, you're extra sensitive to that shit. Well, that's what I'm so saying. Yeah. That that could be something too. But long story short, that man ain't go to jail. He wasn't convicted, guilty. So it's like bring this shit up in like a biopic, not like in an interview. That I think that's how some people were thinking about it. That probably. Well, speaking of abused, um, let's go into Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Y'all know who that is, right? I hope. Yeah, in her um, most relevant role, she was playing Mira in Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, for anybody that's listening and doesn't know her. Yes. So people are like petitioning to take her off the next one because the Daily Mail, the UK, um, I guess, media had leaked like recordings of Johnny Depp and Amber like talking about what had happened and transpired between the two of them in their relationship. And she had been saying that Johnny was the one who had been abusing her throughout the relationship. And, you know, after that happened and they settled cause he paid her off for like $7 million or some shit, he Ooh. came out and was like, she was the one that was abusive to me. So we now there's, now there are tapes. Well, not tapes. I guess recordings because we're old. We're like tapes. Yeah, we're all like VCR. Mm. Recording. Oh my uh, god. Be kind. Please rewind. Like you know, um, just I <laughs> pushpin, like Brandy likes to say. I was trying to tell my 15 year old a story about Bruce Willis and trying to explain to her who he was by saying things like Fifth Element. And like, you know, all his other movies. And she was like, who? What? I was like, you know what? Just Google his name because it's faster. Um, (laughs) Anyway, anyway, but back to what we were saying. So it has come to like forefront that she was indeed abusive to him. And like, it sounds like she was basically saying, you know, nobody's going to fucking believe you. Cause you're a dude. I'm only 115 pounds. Nobody's gonna fucking. Yeah, believe. to be fair, like he sounded high and she sounded drunk and erratic. I think they were both. Always I on think the they're toxic each for each other, probably. Oh man, for sure. Um, because um, he even said after all of this, he was like, "I don't want to leave you." Like that's crazy that you're both of you guys are abusive to each other in some right. way, and neither one of you want to leave each other. But you guys are still going to court. Like I don't understand that. 
I didn't want the craziest thing. I couldn't do that, knowing we're both abusing each other. Go to court as if I'm the main victim, knowing that I've put my hands on this person too, or whatever. Right. And maybe it wasn't just out of self-defense. I just reacted and we did this too. Cause it definitely sounded like they was both just consistently talking to each other crazy and putting their hands on each other. Right. And she felt like from a female's perspective, most females can't beat up a man. So she felt like, oh, you didn't really get hurt or I didn't even hit you I that think hard. that's what kind she was like saying. Yeah. Things were coming out like that. And that's kind of dangerous because everybody's, um, threshold for pain is different so you don't get to punch me and tell me that that didn't hurt that's what he was saying he was like you can't erase my reality like i'm telling you that you hurt me when you punch me and i'm like you know i think that if you are a grown person if you hit anybody in any kind of way there's got to be some kind of pain even if you are lightweight like right i mean like old school folks just say you keep your hands off them they keep your hands off you you tell everybody have they never been hit by a baby in the face like it hurts <laughs> I'm just saying. It's down the earth. It's down the earth. All right. So yeah. In conclusion, she's on some crazy shit. D, What's the next one? D, I, I know you were talking, D, but I can't hear you. You can, you can hear me? Oh, oh now I can. What just happened? I don't know. I was just saying, keep your motherfucking hands to yourself. Like yeah. if you're feeling some type of way, go take a walk. Go do something. Like, you gotta cool off. It's just, I just want to know what's going to transpire out of this because the fact that they're petitioning for Amber to come off because they don't want her. A lot of people don't want her in the next Aquaman movie. That's even before this stuff came out, I didn't want her in the next Aquaman. I'm like, even more of a reason to get rid of her. But this also goes into that toxic um, cancel culture we live in because as soon as mm. someone does something that majority doesn't like, all of a sudden they can never redeem themselves. It's so crazy. It's like, it doesn't matter if you tweeted it years ago. It doesn't matter if you said it yesterday. It's like, oh, you're canceled. You, uh, This ain't it. And it's like, damn, can anybody like actually live? No, that's not a thing. You see Winona Ryder just just now coming back from stealing all that shit from back. Listen. And well, I, but I you know what? She I got a really watching, good gig doing Stranger Things. Things mm. And I've never seen it. I started when it first came out, but PJ was still younger and it was freaking him out. I only got to episode like two or three. It's he good. goes with his dad last summer. He watches everything and he's like, oh, you got to watch. So we're going to binge it this weekend again. So as soon as I saw the MK Ultra stuff, I said, sold. I'm mm-hmm. into this show, right? Um, but Winona is acting, baby. When she had them Christmas lights, I was like, "Girl, I'm glad you're back." Yeah, what she's good. She just fucked up. She's really good. She, she left just, that thievery alone, D. She, I know. I hope she did. She ha! just fucked up. That's all. But she she was really good. And side note, uh, Stranger Things. Did you know Stranger Things is actually based on a true story? So. Really? Yeah, it's based on a, a government-run program that went apparently dark, but we don't know the truth. I'm just going to leave it at that. I need to start making, like, trailers for movies or something. We don't know. I believe it. I like, when those, I like when those sheriffs started investigating in that show, and they already knew what was up. Like, even when they showed them surveillance tapes in season one, and the guy was like, oh, thanks for your time, and left the lab. And then he's talking to the other guy. He's like, why does it seem like you don't believe them? He's like, because that day, it was raining. And on those tapes, there was no rain. And I'm like, you know you a cop. Mm. When you notice some shit like that. But then that also had me like, ooh, the government can do stuff like that. They will have you thinking you saw something. Like, nah, you thinking you crazy. What is your, what are you looking up, D? Lucas, Winona Ryder from back in the day. Oh my God. Jesus. That's so. One of my favorite movies. Oh my God. Now, see, that's, that's what, how you turn gay. You watch Lucas. Yeah. And then you said, I I won't Lucas. See how the devil works, D? Do you see? 
Oh my god. Hey, uh, next one though. Quick one before we go to our stop drinking that spaghetti sauce. <laughs> yeah, is that like a empty nut can that you're drinking something First out of? What of is all, happening? It has my ex-husband on it, Thor. Oh, okay. Oh, it's one of those movie cups. Got yeah, it. Yeah, it's just a cup and it's water. Like wow, you guys. Okay, okay. But no, before we go on. Before we go on break, um, do you gotta speak louder? I don't know what's going on. Um, also, um, Joaquin Phoenix did it again at the Oscars, but this time he talked about everybody. Um, he was saying, you know, yeah, he, he, he he talked about gender inequality, racism, queer rights, indigenous rights, Ow. and animal rights. Like he did everything because apparently he's been thinking about all of that and one of the things that i thought was great was that he talked about how he was a fuck up even before this i love that part and how he was giving second chances yes and second chances because he was basically saying you know i have been like my favorite one was when he was like i'm hard to work with like i was i have been hard to work with i have been like this is so relatable i was i was totally he's my new new go-to i'm gonna have to like follow him on social media something i doubt that he has one (laughs) but i'm gonna go look if he has like a blog i'm gonna go read it like because i i feel the same way i think people who have harder shells on the outside and realizing that they have to like peel that for people to enter you know to have other people come into your world it's a hard thing because the hard shell is there for a reason you had to Mm -hmm. build that shell to keep yourself protected from whatever else you thought was going on in the world and i'm sure he did the same thing and now that he's a lot older you know because guys take a little longer to realize things but um he's gotten to the point where he's like, yo, like we really need to come together and do better shit than what we're fucking doing right now. Especially around here in these award ceremonies where nobody right. is like recognized unless you're an older white dude. Like, And they just recently, the last two or three years, just recently changed who they have, like as far as Academy voters. Of course. And shout out to Parasite, which I think was the first um, what they call foreign film to win best picture in like 94 and years yeah, the, the, and then that even got backlash because people were like i can't remember who it was something miller i think he was like is it's a black guy and he was like this is why we have issues here but he was basically like dogging on them and i was just like i am so confused like you wanted diversity it might Absolutely. not have been a black win but it was a diversity win and yeah, i would take that over anything like not not after you watch like two hours of nothing but white people getting awards the same way like come on like you couldn't even be happy for like a just another poc group like come on now come on it is it is but um on that note we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna talk about a couple more things and then we're gonna call it quits tonight so we have a short sweet episode for you all right we'll be back back being of short and sweet i'm gonna have to go to bed and we're back we're back um as you can see we have lost brandy um her tired ass went to bed (laughs) i'm not even mad though (laughs) because i know she went sorry i'm just laughing i'm just laughing because i'm like i know how she feels like she went to work and then she went to another little hustle that she has so she's been working her ass off too so we all know how that is but um the last little couple things or updates in the news world um the iranian attack that the u.s had you know how they bombed them and killed their general and shortly after that iran had attacked a u.s base i believe or something right yeah around or right outside of it or something like that and uh, initially 
um, the U.S. news had reported that there were no injuries. I mean, I watched the like the speech that Donald Trump gave, where he was like, oh, "New Americans were hurt whatsoever." Like, <laughs> <laughs> was that pretty good? Was that, that was pretty really good? That okay, really I've been watching Trevor Noah. He's been giving me pointers. He does a really good Donald too. Like you always want to do the little, and then you just put your like when you put your lips out, you automatically sound like him. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you guys. I don't know how good that was, but I'm going to train myself. I'll do better next time. Um, But so I was telling people in the beginning already, I was like, well, that's not right. I was like, because I I know I bring this up a lot. I have Japanese cable in my house and I watch the Japanese news and they were reporting what other people were reporting, which was that there were 80 casualties on the American side. And this is on the Daily Mail which is a UK thing. Um, It was the Times of Israel and on all these Japanese channels, like multiple channels, not just one. And so yesterday or today, um, there was actually a news article that just came out where they were talking about um, the Iranians actually did injure the troops like mostly mentally or some physically and i just watched an interview where they were like well initially the report was right nobody was injured i was like what do you mean and then he goes a couple days later people started reporting injury i was like so that's kind of like like lying by omission no like i don't understand how that happens was it like so was it all mental injury or no i'm not understanding it either properly probably but like the fact that people are saying that there were injuries and because let me look it up because i i am just as confused about how people were attacked so they're saying that more than 100 u.s troops suffered traumatic brain injury so it is an actual injury in the iran strike the military says the number of U.S. service members diagnosed with traumatic brain injury, TBI, stemming from Iran's missile attack on a base in Iraq last month has shot up to more than 100 people. I think the last report I read said 109. Initially, um, all those other, other than the U.S., the other so, uh, media, the mass media was saying around 80. So that's not a very far off number. That's not a far off number at all. Right. So to me, I'm just like, did we, did, did our government just pull something that China does where they just omit information to Ooh. make yeah. themselves look? That's kind of really scary if you think The U.S. does it. that all the time. When you think about it, like on the grand I scale, mean, yeah. Notorious for omitting information. And it's understandable to an extent with a lot of stuff, some certain things need to be classified. Some things don't need I to be. I get it, yeah. Public, and I understand that, but it's like, come on. But how do you, how do you- and how, does, how come the rest of the world is privy to That's this what I'm saying. So that's not, my problem. Okay, so <laughs> typically when it is super classified, there's not reports of it from other nations either. Right, that's the- That's the issue that I have. So like, it, it's very confusing to me that everybody else knew that there were injuries, but we're just now saying, and like the guy who was talking about it, I don't know his name, because you know, I don't look that shit up. That's um, <laughs> just the stories and the info. But he was saying, you know, TBI, the, the traumatic brain injury takes um, time for it to appear. So he was like, that's why the first ones weren't reported for like two or three days. Okay, but-, but As a result of what? What causes the- TBI? The missile that attacked the base. So is it the, the, the traumatic, the trauma? I think it's the, imp- the impact. Or impact. 
Impact probably jolts the brain and I'm, I'm probably oh, going to have okay. to look it up, but I'm sure that it has something because they're calling it an injury. So it's not a mental state. It's, it's an actual state. physical yeah. injury. Right, right. So that means the missile has something to do with it. But the fact that they're saying that there were soldiers who reported it two, three days later, I didn't see no update two or three days later. They kept repeating the same thing where they were like, there, no Americans were hurt during this attack. No mm -hmm. Americans were hurt. So to me, like omitting this didn't help anybody because now they got to figure out where to put these troops and how to help them because there's more than 100 people now. Mm -hmm. Like what they going to do with that? They were able to get away with that verbiage just based upon that there was maybe no physical like no bleeding like, no bleeding there are no cuts no bruises stuff like that but Crazy. at the same time an injury is an injury whether right. it's you know tbi or not it's yes. still an injury so um I, I i'm probably going to keep this short and sweet but speaking of injury let's talk about the coronavirus because i know we talk about it on the news angle every week but this update every week is like kind of crazy that we can do an update every, every week. week yeah um it has now reached, let me get my, <laughs> the newest one up here. Cause you know, I, I follow the uh, updates on the world meter. So right now, oh my God, it has jumped. Oh my God, it's jumped. And I don't like the numbers. The coronavirus cases in total between all of the, all, the whole globe is at 60,376 people. That's okay. Lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a huge jump. And now, oh my God, that's, it was at 40 something. I'll look at my screenshots. I've been taking screenshots. There's a 1,369 deaths and there's 6,066 people that recovered. How uh, many people? Say that again. Uh, 6,066 people okay. have recovered. It has jumped, but <sighs> here's the deal. In China, 59,807 people have contracted this virus but that's just reported cases okay right. we got to remember that and the change in cases in one day was over fifteen thousand cases in one day um total deaths in china is at 1367 almost all of this is in china so just today alone 255 deaths were confirmed which is crazy and it, it goes on, and you can look at this. Uh, Japan's in kind of a dire danger because they've been going from like 10, 20 people to they're all the way at 247 because of that damn cruise ship. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, the U.S., I think we had a couple of new people. So there's 14 cases now in the U.S. Uh, one new one today. Three people have recovered. So 11 people are still either in critical condition or mild cases. Um, it's weird. Because um, I don't know if I talked about, I did talk about it initially, how China was building all those hospitals, like, you know, just boxes with beds in it. And I was like, yeah. what? I don't remember when I said, I don't understand the logistics. Like, how are yeah. they going to get Who doctors to be running these hospitals? Okay, so that's the, pro that's the exact problem the news media is reporting right now. Like, literally, they're saying, um, they don't have enough doctors, which is what I said. They don't have nurses. They don't have tech. They don't have lab. They don't even have enough gear. One lady who managed to get a video out of there, I'm sure something happened to her by now because they probably found her by now, but she managed to get a video out and she was so upset because she was like, she was one of the mild cases that could recover probably, but she probably won't recover because now she's quarantined with a whole bunch of serious cases. 
like because yeah so everybody with this everybody with different levels of the contraction like of the virus whether it's mild severe whatever they're, they're all, all together. in the same place no masks so no checks and balances when it none none wow. so and she and then she says there's no bathrooms in all these boxed little hospitals they're 200 meters away outside so i'm trying to figure out how somebody with a severe case of this is going outside to use the bathroom like, and what we mentioned in the last episode is that you could transmit this oh my god yes equally yes so if there's nowhere for you if there are no restrooms and you can't wash your hands there's fecal matter everywhere whether you can see it or not there you go i just i my mind is so blown i mean it is but it isn't because i was like this is probably going to be the way things happen and you know people are like oh the mortality rate is like the death rate is at like two percent and i've been telling rob it's 25 I've been telling him because I was looking at the graphs and I was like, it's everything is exponential. It has. And then today, the fact that it went up 15,000 cases in one day, because it has been steadily, it was like, just as an example, if you guys don't know what exponential means, like you can take, like you take a number like 10, the next day it'll be 20, the next day it'll be 40, the next day it's 80, the next day it's 120, like it keeps going, right? So yesterday we were at 40,000. The day before that, it was like 30 something. As a matter of fact, let me pull it up. Because today we're at 60,000 people, which is absolutely insane. I'm not convinced that they are telling us the truth to begin with. I don't even think these numbers are right. I really don't. Um, I, I, I have a hard time believing them. Like, seriously? Let's see. So we're at 60,000. So yesterday we were at 45,000 cases and then some. Um, before that, the day before that, they were at 40,000 cases. So steadily it was like three to 5,000 cases and all of a sudden it went up 15,000 cases. That's because if there's one person who has it, who gives it to two people, those two people can give it to four people and those four people can give it to like 16 people at once. And so it just keeps building really fast. And, and there's another way this is spreading. It's airborne and very slow, not like a regular. So there's three ways to get it now. Airborne, fecally, and by touch, like being in the vicinity. Like how insane is that? And you know how people were like joking, like World War Three, blah, 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 when Iran struck the U.S. and U.S. struck Iran. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was World War Three. I feel like this virus got fucking weaponized and it went to where it was supposed to go to and there were other casualties like just like any other war it was just not meant for people to know about it yeah that's how i feel and it went to the place that it went to based on the population density mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i also have talked to other people like just a couple of the people who are into the you know conspiracy theories or critical thinking is what i like to call it um <laughs> nice. <laughs> i just feel conspiracy theory is such a fucking rude way to call us because it's like you know we've talked about it like 9-11 happened all of us were like yo it's an inside job and it took 15 years for people to fucking understand it was an inside job people joke about it right irritating part about it because i've been saying this shit the whole fucking time two fucking decades now i've been saying that shit and all of a sudden everybody's like oh yeah bush did it we know that no, you did it, motherfucker. You told me I was crazy. Yeah. So that's how I feel about this, too. I'm like, these people are not getting the right numbers out. Um, what's scaring me the most right now is that 
Africa and South America doesn't have real reports. And ain't no telling if people are already sick there because there are no reports. And I read an article where somebody at the airport or the, the hospital in Africa was saying that they are in no way prepared to receive those many kinds of people who are sick. So that means that it could already be spreading. They got enough stuff that they're dealing with already. This shit. I don't I don't know how that's gonna work. Like I I can't I can't understand it. And you know, and all these people who are like, oh, I'm fine, take me off the ship on the fucking uh the what is it? I think it was called not Prin- Diamond Princess is what it's called, the cruise ship. And I was like, okay, yeah. I was like, dude, everybody wants to get off, but y'all realize that every day there's over 100 people or 60 to 100 people that are getting diagnosed with this. I think that whole ship is going to be sick, to be honest. I'm pretty sure, like, they just need to keep an eye on everybody and try to get mild cases to recover and stuff and really treat the, like, severe cases in hospitals. You know what I mean? But I don't think anybody's doing that either. And I think what makes it hard is if you're on that cruise ship, I I guess I because I saw it on J- the Japanese channel. I kept thinking it was a Japanese cruise ship. It's not. It's not. It's a foreign cruise ship. It's British. Whoa. Oh, British cruise ship. Right. That was in Japan. Right, because they, it was a Asia tour, so there were some oh. Japanese people on it, but it's mostly Canadians, Americans, and some other Asian con- people from other Asian countries. So it's just on the Japanese news because they're docked in Japan. Because that's the last place they're at right now. And they haven't been able to move. And Japan ain't having that. No, no. And yeah. Okinawa just rejected one of the cruise lines. And that same cruise line got rejected in Thailand, too. They have nowhere to go. What? Yeah. They they're, have just to, they're just it's, <laughs> it's like a fucking movie out there right now. And then uh, my friend posted a, something that Puerto Rico just took a cruise ship in. And it was like thousands and thousands of people. They didn't check for nothing. They just landed in Puerto Rico. Dude, you know how close that is to us? Yeah. And do you know how many people go in and out of Puerto Rico every day with between the yeah. U.S. and here? It's free reign. You know, you can just go. All you need is an ID card. Jump on a plane. And so, yes. again, I come back to the Georgia Scrolls, <laughs> Nostradamus, and all these other things. Like, I don't know. Should I read it? Should I read it real quick read before it. we read wrap it, it up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, guys. Bear with me. I know some of y'all think that we are crazy, but if you if you've stuck out this long and you on episode thirty something with us, you already know we're gonna say whatever we're gonna say. You so already we just, know. I'm just gonna say it. So you know what time it is, Raylo. <laughs> not Raylo. You already so, know. Already know. So here's the thing. Um, there's something called the where is it? The Quatrains of Nostradamus, and yep. it is like something he wrote. Um, it's very hard to decipher even when it's translated because Nostradamus used to write in seven different languages um, when he wrote his like predictions or theories or whatever. That was vague too. And they were very vague. He did that on purpose because I think if he did see something or understood something, he wanted to get it out of his system, but he didn't want to like create worldwide panic year after year after year is it's my take on it i feel like there's some things that he did say that was you know one of the biggest thing for me was like he said to bury him with this number engraved of the year that somebody was going to accidentally dig him up and it happened shit like that like even from his grave 
I don't remember the year, but he he made them put a wooden sign on his body that was the year of when somebody would dig his fucking corpse up and it was right. And it was like the craziest thing. Um, whenever I heard about the coronavirus and once it started spreading, I, I'm really surprised that nobody's talking about Nostradamus or, or Baba Vegan. Remember her? Baba, yeah. Yeah. I remember her. Yeah. Nobody's talking about them. So here's the thing. I have to keep you guys waiting. But so there's a bunch of quatrains from Nostradamus, but 58 and 59 feel very recent. The reason I thought about Nostradamus is because I remember him saying something about um, the East rising and I still haven't found that like particular paragraph, but I'm still searching for it. So when I find it, I'm going to post it. But 58 and 59, you ready? Are you ready, D? I'm ready. Okay. 58, 58. A kingdom divided by two quarreling brothers to take the arms in the name of Britain. The Anglican title will be advised to watch out. Surprised by night, the other is led to the French heir. What does that sound like? Does that sound like Meghan Markle and fucking Prince Harry leaving? The French heir? Going to Canada? Canada. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And that's like French. Yeah. It's still under British rule, right? It, well, I mean, there's British Canada too. I'm sure. I, I mean, I don't know the like all the logistics up there because I haven't well, no, really studied. Technically, like Canada, they're still under the hand of the Queen. That's why it's the Royal Canadian. This, oh, really? Royal Canadian. Yes. I did not know that. Thank you for educating. Yeah. I'm going to read up on it. So, the French Air. I mean, they flew over to Canada. Maybe that's what French Air means, because you know, like we said, Nostradamus. So, because he's not talking about France there. He said in the air. So then fly So get this next part though. Twice put up and twice cast down. The East will also weaken the West. Its adversary, after several battles, chased by sea, will fail at the time of need. Does that sound like the coronavirus to you? A little bit. Just a little bit. I can see. And the twice put up and twice cast down is the EU. Up down up and down twice and twice. So I'm I mean, I'm not saying anything is like 100% obviously because he lived hundreds and hundreds of years ago, but I'm curious to see how this unfolds because <laughs> number 58 sounds pretty legit, you know, he that didn't was, like. That gave me goosebumps. That was it did cool. because here's the thing. I sent it to my friend who's into this stuff and she was like, did you read 58? I was like, no, because I was thinking about the East one. So I was looking for 59 the whole time. That's what I was mm-hmm. concentrating on. Same thing. I read 58 and got, got goosebumps from reading 58 because I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, what if this shit is like for real, for real though? Do you think how, this is how people felt throughout the centuries reading Nostradamus's books and shit? I'm sure. That was so quick. Decent. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm quite sure. But what did Baba have to say about this whole thing? I haven't found anything on it yet because I, Baba Vegan creeps me out. Yeah. Like hardcore. First of all, I believe she was blind. Yes, she was. So she couldn't even see anything. So the fact that she can describe things that came in the future already freaks me out. It wasn't like she could see things like that. What is that? Like, that's like Stevie Wonder like describing an airplane to you when he's never seen one. Yeah, you see, Steve, you see Stevie Wonder catch that mic stand about to fall. I heard about that. What's that, that about? He can see. You think so? You it's think he's? Sam. I think it was just like a show. Like, oh wow, look, he's blind, and it kind of. Do like... you think it's just a like a maybe like he's legally blind but not all the way blind? Maybe. 
I want to see that video. Somebody else was talking about that shit. Is it recent? But, but the, yeah, it was fairly recent. But then there was that video when he got left on stage. So I don't know. I'm stuck. I'm kind of torn on that. What if the guy who caught the mic is not Stevie? Maybe what if he was replaced and he's already gone? <laughs> Do you got so quiet? Fuck me up. Like, stop. <laughs> I'm like, no. No, don't do that shit. This is why people don't like conspiracy theorists because we'd be coming up. I mean, listen, my brain works like Inception. That movie had me tripping out because I was like, this is literally how I think. Like, that movie put into perspective the way my brain works because I go, I keep going behind things. I was like, so what if? Because people be like, oh, he's maybe not blind. I was like, what if he's not him? That's maybe that's not even him. You gotta dig just a little deeper. If you dig just a little deeper, it's creepy, but at the same time, uh, sometimes that shit's real. Have you right. watched Scandal? That's some bullshit. That's why I don't believe nothing at all. <laughs> I've never watched Scandal. Do they do shit like that all the time? Yeah, but it's like, government related and how oh, okay. they cover some shit up and create a whole other story to mask how some shit happens pretty much what happened i got told that we need to watch um the designated survivor is literally about the government right now it's on netflix yeah. she said so i might have to go check it out but i don't know i i would really like to see what everybody else thinks about all the stuff that's happening like in current events i know our news angle is like crazy because we keep it short like on every topic we actually keep it short yeah. but um I want to know, do you guys follow fucking conspiracy theories? Do you think it's stupid? Do you think we're out of out of control? (laughs) I I just want to know. I want to know what you think and how those same conspiracy theories correlate to current events with the news. I'm just saying. Let us know. You know? You know? So we're going to wrap it up, but um, seriously, if you guys love what you hear or think we're crazy enough that you enjoy us, just make sure you subscribe to our podcast platform on whatever you listen to. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button, comment below, and hit that notification because that way you get all of our episodes. We drop our episodes. That's what I forgot on my last episode. We drop our episodes every Thursday at 12 noon central. And then also on Monday is when our news angle drops at 9 a.m. So you have something to listen to while you're going to work and you don't have to be sad about it. You can laugh with us or at us, whatever you choose to do. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, on that note, be blessed. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Bye.